Welcome to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. I'm Pastor Kristen Stone King. Our mission at Epworth is to live out God's love for all. We strengthen our faith as we worship, study, develop a creative, supportive community, and serve others. Together, we encourage each other, challenge each other, and welcome all people on their journey of faith. Reconciling congregation, meaning that persons of all sexual orientations and gender identities are welcomed to help transform our church and our world into the full expression of Christ's inclusive love. We are a sanctuary church advocating for the rights and dignity of immigrants, and we stand in solidarity with the movement for Black Lives. podcast blends a taste of the music that we experience here in worship on Sunday mornings, along with a scripture reading and a message. My name is Dana Buntrock. I'm a grateful member of this church and grateful for all of you that are with us today. I'm reading from Isaiah chapter 9, the first four verses, and I'm reading from the New Jerusalem Bible. As the past humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, So the future will glorify the way of the sea beyond Jordan, the territory of the nations. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. On the inhabitants of a country in shadow, dark as death, light has blazed forth. You have enlarged the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice in harvest time, as they exult when they are dividing the spoils. For the yoke that weighed on it, the bar across its shoulders, the rod of its oppressor, those you have broken, as on the day of Midian. For all the footgear clanking over the ground and all the clothing roiled in blood will be burnt will be food for the flames. 
Thus ends the reading. I close my window to the night I leave the sky her tears of white And all is lit by candlelight Amid the falling snow
Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Who here is aware of Dorothy Cotton? Do you know who Dorothy Cotton was? Anyone? All right. Okay. Well, Dorothy Cotton was an American civil rights activist. She died in 2018, who, in addition to being a brilliant organizer and the only female member of the executive staff of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, was an amazing musician and singer. She was the director of the SCLC's Citizen Education Project, through which she employed Freedom Songs and movement music to carry the message, registering thousands of African Americans to vote across the South. A member of Martin Luther King's inner circle, she was known for breaking out into song in the midst of speech. In an interview shortly before her death in 2018, she said, our singing was a great tool. We could be motivated by a song. Then she paused and said, this is a good one. And she broke into an acapella version of, I'm going to sing when the Spirit says sing. I'm going to do when the Spirit says do. And then she improvised several verses as she went. Through song, she gave education about individual agency, community empowerment, and hope. In 2012, Dorothy Cotton was part of an interfaith peace delegation to Israel-Palestine with the Fellowship of Reconciliation. And that delegation included civil rights leaders such as Cotton and King Confidant um, uh, and the author of King's Beyond Vietnam speech, Vincent Harding, King biographer Claiborne Carson. And it also included several young adults who were, who were just, just coming up, beginning their work in activism and organizing. And one of those young adult participants was a man named Lucas Johnson, uh, who, who also worked for the Fellowship of Reconciliation and now is um, one of the uh, um, leading directors in, for the On Being Project. And Lucas wrote in reflection, Dorothy, was modeling for me and the rest of us the role of music in the movement. She would sing because we needed it and call us to song because she needed it. I had learned about the important role of music in the movement before, that it gave strength and courage to weary and sometimes frightened marchers. I knew of the power of song, but the demonstrations of my generation had more chance than songs. To experience Dorothy Cotton leading us all in song in an effort to renew our souls on a hot and exhausting day is among the greatest blessings of my life, he said. We sang often during the trip. I don't recall exactly when we began, but there was a notable moment for me in the West Bank after our group of travelers had been listening all day to painful stories of the occupation. Our bus had stopped in front of the separation barrier, which interrupts the ancient route of the Jericho Road. We had gotten off to see tear gas canisters and saw that they were marked made in the USA. 
The canisters added the burden of our complicity to the weight of all that we had seen and heard. And in my memory, we were quite silent when we returned to the bus. And then it was Dorothy Cotton's singing that broke the silence as she began, Joshua fit the battle of Jericho and the walls came tumbling down. She sang and it seemed at once an expression of lament and a call to hope, Johnson said. Singing frees us. It paves the way to new ways of being and to liberation. It challenges despair and isolation. Who can forget the images from Italy in the very early days of the pandemic when Italians opened their windows and sung out into empty streets, singing to lift the spirits of others, singing in gratitude for their lives, and in some cases singing their grief. Singing opens our hearts and proclaims the possibility of a different reality than the one we are experiencing. This season, we have been exploring the theme in worship, listening for God, finding the way. The theme suggests that if we are tuning our ears and our hearts to the voice of the divine, the way forward will become clear. And I do believe that's true, but there's a piece that has to be in place in order to follow that way, that path. And that's a sense of freedom. A sense of freedom leads to an owning of our God-given agency. If we do not possess a belief in our own agency, we can't respond to God even when the voice of the divine breaks into our consciousness, singing frees us. When Dorothy Cotton would speak before groups, she would not begin speaking until the group had sung together. She said she was following an African tradition that said, the spirits do not descend until the people have sung together. So before anything else could happen, she would bring the group to full-throated song to, as she put it, invoke the spirit, God or whatever, to come down and be among us. In the church, we are in the season of epiphany, the season during which we focus on the light that has come into the world. As persons who have received the joy and the love of that light, our job is now to share it with a world in need. This is daily work, both to keep our own lights burning and to be prepared to share the light. There are big moments, but these moments are fueled by daily work, daily practice. Cotton said, some people think the movement happened because Martin Luther King or Stokely Carmichael stood up and said, let's march, and everybody marched. Not true, she said. People were working for months and sometimes years in their communities. 
learning about citizenship and its responsibilities, teaching it to their neighbors. And today's scripture from Isaiah, the prophet is speaking to a community in chaos, both politically and spiritually. Isaiah's pervasive concern was about justice and a people in chaos not only cannot work for justice, in their disarray, they will allow injustice to persist. He knows that they will not regain their footing until they come to the core of their grounding, their faith in Yahweh. And so he calls them to return to their faith, which is a singing faith, through songs of sacred lyrics and texts and psalms, which in themselves are full of songs of praise, lament, and hope. One of the stories that Dorothy Cotton has recounted is this. When we were on our way to Oslo, Norway, for the Nobel Peace Prize ceremony, Mama King, as some people called her, looked out the window and saw the sun coming up. In a real sense, Cotton said, day was breaking. And you see, day was also a metaphor for speaking about what was happening because of the work we were doing. A song came to Mrs. King, and she began singing, Oh, day, yonder come day. Day done break and broke in my soul. It's a glorious day, yonder come day. And then the entourage joined her in singing. Day meaning we had to live the world we wanted to see, Cotton said as she finished. My prayer this day is that your light is burning brightly through the songs we are singing today. My prayer is that your sense of possibility, of community, of justice, of agency, and of freedom is being fueled by these songs. Sing as if your life and the lives of others depend on it because in a very real sense, it does. Sing into a new year. Sing out of the shadows and into the light. Amen.
You've been listening to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Wherever you're located, we'd love for you to take a next step in growing in faith in this community. Our online worship is at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings on Facebook, YouTube, and on our website at epworthberkeley.org. Or you can fill out an online connect card at epworthberkeley.org backslash connect. Have a great week. to leave this space, I want to say again, thank you to Kairos for leading us in worship this morning. We are so grateful to you to be able to be in partnership in our shared mission of respect and love for all peoples and for sharing peace with the world. And so as we uh, close, our benediction this morning is going to be Peace Train, and Kairos will lead uh, us in congregational singing after Kairos starts us off. Mm -hmm.